You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's Gospel, we are told that Jesus, on the Sabbath, went to the Pharisee's house for a meal. And we are told they watched him closely because in front of him was a man with dropsy. My dear brothers and sisters, this was not just an ordinary invitation. It was a trap to incriminate Jesus for breaking the Sabbath. They knew very well that Jesus would be compassionate and would heal the man on the Sabbath. And they were finding grounds to condemn him. And yet, it is so inspiring that Jesus, knowing the trap that they set for him, he was courageous. He did not back down. He went, so to speak, into the lion's den. Simply because this man needed to be cured. And Jesus would not spare any effort. Even if the enemies opposed him for healing this man. Jesus, a person who did what was right. He was a person who was truly faithful to his ministry. But at the same time, it must be said, Jesus did not go to the Pharisee's house to have a direct confrontation with the scribes and the Pharisees. He was not out to seek a battle with them. Because even as he was concerned for the sick man, he was also equally concerned for the narrow-mindedness of the Pharisees and the scribes. Jesus loves everyone, sinners included, and his enemies. And so he went there, hopefully trying to engage them and help them to come to reason and to understand their true motives. He asked them, is it against a law for the man to kill a man on the Sabbath? And of course, they kept silent. Not because they do not know the truth, because they were not willing to admit that it was possible. And Jesus exposed the hypocrisy because the same law of Moses also commanded that if your son falls into a well or even an ox, you can pull him out on the Sabbath day. And that we will do. To save an animal, we will break the Sabbath law. But not for the man who had been yielded 
for a long time. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, this was the way that Jesus dealt with his opponents. Certainly, we can see in Jesus a man of compassion, a man of mercy, a man who loves unconditionally. The same kind of love that St. Paul read later on would reflect in his letter to the Romans earlier on, or later, earlier on. When he said that God would sacrifice his son and Jesus would die for us while we were still sinners. Jesus died for his enemies, not for his friends. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, that is the unconditional love and mercy of God. This is the same kind of love we are asked to show to those who do not respond to our love, especially enemies that continue to hurt us. Of course, it is not easy to love our friends and to sacrifice ourselves for our loved ones already demands tremendous sacrifice. But to die for our enemies, that really demands a heart of love, like Jesus and the Heavenly Father. But St. Paul, in today's first reading in his letter to the Romans, expressed the kind of identification with the love and mercy of God for humanity. What grieved St. Paul most was that his own flesh and blood, that is, his fellow men, the Jews, they did not respond to the gospel when the gospel was preached to them. They were not ready to accept Jesus, and that grieved him the Lord, because the gospel was meant for them. And what did St. Paul says? Every time when he was rejected, like when he was in Antioch, in Isaidia, St. Paul and Barnabas grieved. The gospel is addressed to you. In fact, wherever St. Paul went, the first group of people that St. Paul would preach to would always be the Jews. Only when the Jews rejected him, then he preached to the Gentiles. He had never forgotten his people. Unfortunately, they still could not repent. And St. Paul was so grieved that he could even say to God, if he were to cut himself off from Christ, and if that could save his people, he would have done it. And he said, what I want to say is no pretense. He said it deeply from his heart. He was sincere that he would prefer to be condemned and be cut off from Christ if that could save his people. Because he said, my sorrow is so great, my mental anguish so endless. 
That is the kind of love that St. Paul had for his people. Wanting them to be saved. And would do anything to save them. I'm sure all of us can identify with him. Those of us who are parents, we would do anything for our children to bring them back to God, to make sure they live an authentic life, a good life. Many of us parents will sacrifice ourselves, even our career, to look after our children. If only they would be more responsive. That's why St. Paul, when he thought of the Jews, he became even more distressed. Because his fellow Jews, they received all the privileges from God. First and foremost, he said, they were adopted as sons. God told Moses, Israel is my son. In the prophet Hosea, the Lord said, when Israel was a child, I brought him out of Egypt. And yet, that child turned against him. So Israel was truly the chosen people, the chosen people of God. They were the privileged class, so to speak. But they did not take this privilege seriously. And secondly, St. Paul said they were given the glory again. They were the ones who saw the mighty works of God in the Exodus experience. And they saw the glory of God coming down at Mount Sinai. And on Moses, whose face became white, shining with splendor. They have seen the power of God. How the Lord carried them on eagles' wings. And still, they did not repent. Finally, St. Paul said, you were given the covenants. The covenant with Noah, with the sign of the rainbow. The covenant with Abraham, the symbol of circumcision. The covenant with Moses. When they were given the laws and the rituals. And the new covenant that Jeremiah spoke about with the giving of the Spirit ultimately in Christ Jesus. And yet, did they respond? They didn't. My dear brothers and sisters, it is truly a tragedy. It grieves the hearts of all of us who seek the good of others when their hearts are hardened and would not repent. But it is true for us too. God also mourns for us. It's like St. Paul. Because we too, Catholics, Christians, we have received tremendous privileges. We too are the sons and daughters of God in Christ Jesus at baptism. We too have received the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God, the Holy Scriptures, given to us by the church. The Holy Book of God, inspired by the Holy Spirit, with God as the author. We have the sacraments. 
to nurture us, to strengthen our union with the Lord. We have the Eucharist that is celebrated every day with the sacrament of reconciliation. We have the church, the magisterium, to guide us to walk in the path of truth. We have the Catholic community to support us in our growth, in our journey, so that we won't travel alone. But my dear friends, have we made use of all these privileges that we have? We don't read the scriptures. We are not interested to attend Mass. We don't want to receive the Eucharist. We hardly pray. We do not belong to any community, small faith community in our parish. We walk alone. We walk with the world. And of course, we will be lost. So my dear brothers and sisters, let us pray that we be more grateful for all that we have. Because the Lord loves us. If someone is trying to bring you to Christ, if someone is trying to encourage you to sign up for a cause or sign up for a retreat, it is because they loved you. We all loved and cared for everyone, especially those who are lapsed Catholics, those who are nominal Catholics, and those who have lost their faith in God. Let us always continue to reach out to them, as Jesus did to the Pharisees. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.